Welcome to Subject ACT with me, Heda Murray. Now, music. It gives us so much in life. Music can really switch on the dopamine in our brains, put a smile on our dial, trigger memories and emotions. But for those of us using hearing aids or cochlear implants, listening to music can be a challenge. Tonight we're looking at turning this around. The Canberra Symphony Orchestra, in partnership with the team at Better Hearing Australia's Canberra branch, are presenting their 2022 program, Rediscovering Music. With me is Hearing Australia audiologist Kristen Sutcliffe. Kristen is also a professional musician, a bassoonist, with the Canberra Symphony Orchestra. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me in the studio today, Heather. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for dropping by. Now, you're both the curator and the presenter of the Canberra Symphony Orchestra's Rediscovering Music program. Tell me a little bit about the program. Well, I think we're going into our 10th year this year, which is most exciting. Mm. Um, And this program developed originally from cochlea. So you may have heard of cochlear implants. Mm -hmm. So um, when hearing aids are not enough, people sometimes need to move on to cochlear implants. And around 10 years ago or so, cochlea were interested in having a hearing um, and music specific program developed. So we worked with them for a while to look at a way that we could have a rehabilitative approach to enjoying music again with hearing aids and cochlear implants. And over the last 10 years or so, we have discovered all kinds of music, different sections of the orchestra, different genres of music, knowing that when people have hearing loss and when they need amplification, be that hearing aids or cochlear implants, sometimes we have some challenges to Mm. overcome to be able to enjoy music again. And um, we've got this quite unique program that's interactive, very relaxed and fun, where people can start to enjoy music again. Now, what sort of music does your 2022 program have in store for people? Oh, well, I'm always trying to do something new because we've got some lovely people who have been in the program for those many years we've been running it. And we have new people coming in all the time too, but I want to keep people interested in the different instruments and different styles of music. So once again, we're branching out and doing different things this year. Our first concert, which will be on the 1st of March, is going to be Discovering the French Horn. I think... Almost everyone loves the French Mm. horn, don't Mm. they? I mean, it's so beautiful visually. looks a bit like a golden snail. (laughs) (laughs) um, It has such a beautiful mellow sound, but it also has the capacity for many different tone colours. And that's something we experiment with within our concerts as well, listening to those differences in tone colours, because that's another area that may be difficult for people with hearing loss to distinguish those different tone colours. So we've got a um, French horn duo in our first concert of the year, which I think will be really interesting to be able to really look at that instrument in detail. Our next concert, which is going to be in May, we are so lucky to have uh, a gamelan orchestra. Wow. I'm, I've been wanting to do this for years and it's coming to fruition because I think Gamelan, so we're looking at um, an Indonesian uh, ensemble with lots of different instruments. There's lots of um, percussive elements. So we're looking at gongs. I think they're called metallophones. I'm sorry if I've said that wrong. I'm looking forward to being educated myself <laughs> and drums. And they all work together to make this beautiful traditional music. What I think that will uh, bring to the program this year is this amazing visual aspect 
aspect because um, visually watching the music is always so helpful. It's like how, you know, even if you have normal hearing, you're looking at people's lips mm. and we call it lip reading or speech reading, very important for people with hearing loss. But equally with music, it's really important to have that visual aspect, particularly live music helps us with that because we're able to see what's going on. I think that will be very exciting for the Gamelan Ensemble. So that will be in May. And then um, another very exciting concert in September. You can tell I get excited easily, (laughs) can't you? (laughs) So in September, I've... um arranged for one of our Canberra Symphony Orchestra cellists called Emma to come back. She's actually moved away. She's become an audiologist. So she's another (laughs) another musician slash audiologist and she's just finished her master's and she's just started working in Wangaratta and I said to her, I'd love to have you come and have your input as an audiologist Mm. and as a cellist. Mm. So cello is a really mellow, lovely sound that many people with hearing loss feel comfortable listening to because it's not too high and screechy it's not Mm. too loud Um, and having her input from an audiological perspective will be really interesting as well I see as you've mentioned you've got a couple of sessions starting next Tuesday the 1st of March one of those sessions is at 2 p.m and one at 5 30 p.m how big is a typical group that attends these sessions and what sort of mix of people do you get so On average, we'd get between probably 20 to maximum 50 people in Mm -hmm. each session, just depending on who wants to show up on the day. Uh, You do need to book tickets. It's a free event, but we do need to to book them in, which we can talk more about later. And we will get a range of ages. So certainly in our afternoon concert, many people who come along may be retired and they may have had a hearing loss for a long time or they may be new to hearing loss, that this is something that sort of crept up with age and they suddenly they want to listen to their favourite song again and think, oh, it doesn't sound the same. Mm. And so they're interested in this rehabilitation journey with music and they come along. In our 5.30 session, we do have some people that might come after work. Um, We've even had families come along with children with hearing loss. So although that's um, we're sort of more aimed towards adults in these concerts where we are happy for anyone to come Mm -hmm. along. If you've got a hearing loss and you'd like to explore music, everyone is welcome. Mm -hmm. And please do bring friend or family member as well. We want it to be a relaxed and enjoyable situation because when you have hearing loss, going out to a new social event can be quite challenging, draining. So, you know, if you can have someone there with you to make it more a fun thing, then we really do encourage Mm. that. Now, I don't want to get too technical, but I'd like to break things open a little more. I'm assuming that listening to speech with hearing aids and a cochlear implant can be quite different in terms of the experience of listening to music due to sound frequencies and decibels? Mm, Absolutely. You're spot on there. So when we look at hearing aids and cochlear implants, what we're aiming to do is make speech as clear as possible. So we're never normalising hearing. Say if someone came in and I tested their hearing, we say, oh, we've you know got a 40 decibel loss at this particular pitch. We don't just give you that back with the hearing aid. Otherwise, depending on the type of hearing loss, it can be quite distorted and yucky sounding. So a lot of research goes into how to set the hearing aids. And we always base it off making speech as clear as possible. And the cochlear implant is quite a different beast again in that it's electrical hearing. 
hearing. So we have little electrodes that go into the cochlea that there's an outside microphone, it captures the sound, sends that information to the implant in the cochlea, which sends that information up to the brain. So it doesn't sound normal Mm -hmm. but for people who have more severe profound hearing losses the speech clarity is far better than with Mm -hmm. hearing aids however when we step into the world of music the softs in music are softer the louds in music are louder Mm. and it's really hard to to squash that all in because it's not like speech where we might have sort of medium speech soft speech loud speech but it's it's not that different music can be a huge range that way and also as you touched upon we've got a different frequency range too so we've got some very low pitch things we've got some very high pitch things say within an orchestra i've had people come into work saying that their goal with hearing aids is to be able to hear the piccolo over the top of the orchestra because it's so high-pitched. So we've got a lot of things to think about with both the soft and the loud and the pitch range within that. So sometimes people can have a special music program put on their hearing device and for some people that will help so they can talk to their audiologist about that. For some people, it might be more about finding the ways to help them hear and enjoy music again. So it might be sometimes focusing on something familiar, like saying, well, my favourite song was, maybe it was a country and western song. It doesn't have to be classical music where, you know, we're really open to helping everyone who loves music. You might want to print out the lyrics and follow the lyrics to help your brain remember what the music did. Because as you also mentioned before, we have an amazing auditory memory for uh, for music. And that's an area of our memory that often doesn't degrade over time like other areas might so we've got that memory of our favorite songs and we can really harness that to start to rediscover music again and that's why within our concerts obviously the gamelan will be a bit different but within within our other concerts we often have a lot of familiar music so people will go oh yes I know that song so we do focus on familiarity we focus on those visual cues we might also look at where you can sit to be able to be comfortable so doing that in a friendly way so there's so much flexibility and it's such a friendly environment that everyone can feel comfortable and happy And the skills that people learn during the sessions, are they easily transferable to other venues and bigger concerts? Mm, Absolutely. I find a lot of um, our participants that have been coming over the years will start off with something small. So all of our concerts are usually pretty small because we know that with a hearing loss and with hearing aids and cochlear implants, to go straight into, say, a great big um, orchestra, could be a cacophony of sound that just doesn't make sense and it can be a bit overwhelming and not enjoyable. So we start small and we are able to listen to those individual instruments. Once you're comfortable with that, a little bit more, a little bit more. And um, it might be as simple as going, okay, when I go to this particular concert hall, I need to sit in this area. Or it might be, you know what, with my cochlear implant now, I can't follow melody. So I'm going to go to a percussion concert because I can enjoy the rhythm. So certainly those skills that people learn within the concerts are very transferable to life, both with recorded music and live music. Mm. By the way, I noticed a fabulous quote from Aldous Huxley on the Canberra Symphony Orchestra's website. After silence, that which comes nearest to expressing the inexpressible is music. What sort of feedback have participants given you over the years and does it echo 
Huxley's expression. Mm, absolutely. One of my favourite times was a few years ago now, we had a string quartet and they were playing, did a beautiful concert. And at the end of it, one of our participants, he stood up and he faced the audience and he said, today was the first time I have heard music in 70 years. Oh, my God. I almost cried, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was very emotional. And yes. just for him to be able to hear that music and enjoy it again for him was a huge revelation. Yes. Thanks, Kristen, for joining me today on Subject ACT. A pleasure. Thank you for having me. I've been talking with Kristen Sutcliffe, audiologist, bassoonist with the Canberra Symphony Orchestra and principal curator and presenter of the orchestra's Rediscovering Music program. Now, if you know someone, a family, friend, or perhaps even yourself who's experiencing hearing loss and may like to get involved with the orchestra's Rediscovering Music program, spread the word as it starts next Tuesday, 1st of March. Jump onto the CSO's website to book your spot. For ticket inquiries, call 6262-6772. Of course, I'll post relevant details on the Subject ACT Facebook page. I'm Heather Murray for Subject ACT. You're listening to 2XXFM, people-powered radio. Music